0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Politics or Something podcast. I'm joined here by Devin Williams.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Politics or Something podcast. (laughs) I'm joined here today by Tyler Johnson.
0: Together, we're going to talk about politics or something. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Screw it. That's the intro. (laughs)
1: That is the intro. That was the point.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That actually works, though. I'm going to start doing that from now on. Screw it. <laughs> what do you have for us today, Devin?
1: Uh, well, Russia. Do you know what Russia
0: is? I do know what Russia is. What do you know about Russia? I know how to speak it. You know how to speak Russia? Well, Russian. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do you know anything about else about Russia?
0: Well, so here's the thing. I would have a minor in Russian right now. Had I actually completed the last course for it. What was that, the Russian history course or something? No, it was actually like Advanced Russian 2. Okay, so you know a decent
1: bit about Russia?
0: Yeah, I've taken Russian history. I've taken Russian literature. I know a thing or two about Russia. Okay. Whether I remember anything about Russia is a whole different story. Do you
1: know anything about Russia past the collapse of the Soviet Union about the modern federative Republic of Russia. Russian Federation.
0: Um, let's see. Past the fall of the Soviet Union. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, a whole bunch of splitting happened. Like, countries that were in the Soviet Union started to become their own thing again. So,
1: yeah, 1991, Soviet Union dissolves. Uh, A bunch of countries start declaring independence. Russia declares independence. Technically, Kazakhstan is the all, it makes up the entirety of the Soviet Union for three days or so, <laughs> <laughs> which is really funny. If you look, <laughs> if you were to make a map about those specific days, you'd have all of these countries normal, but for some reason, Kazakhstan would be named the Soviet Union. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs>
1: it's because they took the longest to declare independence out of everything. Well, yeah,
0: the split <laughs> happened. Um, there was a guy that was sort of like. Happening around the... I can't remember his name for the life of me.
1: Think about it for a second.
0: Did it begin with a B? Yes! It did? Boris something. Boris... Oh, yeah, yeah, Crap, I, I don't remember his whole Boris name, though. Boris Yeltsin. Yeah.
1: Boris Yeltsin, who was... We, we don't need to get into specifics, but he became the first president of Russia after the collapse of the Soviet Union.
0: Yeah. I do remember that. After,
1: uh, what is it? Um he got elected president of russia and then they uh cooed mikhail gorbachev mm-hmm. and he declared russia independent from the soviet union gotcha which made things complicated for the soviet <laughs> union still existing so and everyone else declared independence who was left
0: yeah so my knowledge of like russian history after that is fuzzy But I know somewhere along the way, Putin got power or something.
1: So Boris Yeltsin, we don't really care about him because that's not really as relevant anymore, to be honest. 1999, he resigns. Up comes big old Vladimir Putin. Hmm. Vladimir Putin himself being part of originally being in the KGB. um, You know what the KGB is, right? Yeah. Uh, Eventually moving into the FSB, which is pretty much the Russians this the Russian successor to the KGB it's effectively the KGB and then he became he moved up politics a little bit um and eventually became the director of a federal security service then the secretary of the security council and eventually became president of Russia mhm and then Prime Minister of Russia uh, in 2008, and then became President of Russia again in 2012 after he pretty much forced through a constitutional change that would allow him to be President for longer. Hmm. But yeah, that that was interesting. Uh, And during that time period, he pretty much had a puppet in charge. So pretty much you can say Putin has been directly in control of Russia since 1999 to 2021. So he's been in charge for like 22 years yeah um, Chechen war happened during that stuff's been happening in Chechnya, but we don't really care about that for the purpose of this discussion. They did some bad stuff in
0: Chechnya. Um, I mean, they it, Russia did some crazy stuff to its own country for crying out loud. Russia did about a lot of bad things, a lot of bad things. There was the what you call it with uh, Stalin. there was going way back in history, uh uh, even the terrible excuse me Yvonne I actually forget the Russian name that he had fun fact um I forget what it exactly translated to or sorry what the word was but the way it was translated it was basically Ivan the Great mm-hmm. Yeah, we know him as Ivan the Terrible <laughs> either way he was kind of terrible
1: <laughs> so at the same time as Russia Builds up Soviet Union, eventually collapses. Russia breaks free. Ukraine is going through a similar process of self-identification, separating it from the ideas of Russianness, and eventually Soviet Union dissolves. Ukraine becomes a free country, mm-hmm. based off of referendum, um, and sort of acts as a as a battleground or an over or a place where Russian and European influence overlap. Okay. Eventually, there was an uprising. There was some of a civil war, or political turmoil, more accurately. And now Ukraine has a pro-European government. Then, 2014 happened.
0: 2014 happened? Yes. What happened in 2014?
1: Well, it depends exactly on who you ask as to how legitimate certain parts of this were. So what happened was Russian troops... Went into Crimea, Vladimir Putin's orders. Then some combat, some basic stuff happens back and forth. Russia eventually seizes control of the Crimean parliament. Their local government is dissolved. They declare a new republic there, which then holds a referendum on whether or not to join Russia, of which they then decide to join Russia. Whether or not that was a rigged vote, it's very questionable. It probably was. It's not very legitimate. <laughs> not gonna lie. When they didn't allow any international arbitrators, and the Russians were actively occupying and forcing the referendum to go through, hmm. and then pretty much the Crimea became part of Russia, which was really
0: bad. Oh, uh,
1: why was it bad? Because Russia invaded and took a part of a neighboring country by force. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, very bad. Um, Main reason they did that was focused on the entire purpose of Crimea. Crimea has one single city that's of utter importance.
0: Sevastopol. Okay.
1: In Sevastopol is a major warm water port.
0: Warm water port, yeah,
1: as opposed to cold water port.
0: Uh, What's the difference?
1: Cold water port, ice is over parts of the year. Warm water port, it's always open, uh, and it's also a deep port, which means you can have proper battleships. You can build stuff there. You can have a proper modern navy. Hmm. And Russia kind of required, uh, kind of needed the Vastopol in order to have its naval operations because its only other one was in Kaliningrad. Uh, which is all the way up in the Baltic Sea, or I think Vladivostok is technically that, but that's all the way in the Pacific. Hmm. So they really, really wanted Sevastopol, and Ukraine had, right before all of this escalated... Okay, well, before this had been escalated, between the fall of the Soviet Union and 2014, when this happened, the Russians had been leasing the port from Ukraine. Hmm. 2014 comes along... Ukraine decides to... um, Well, the lease was set to expire. Ukraine does decide to renew the lease. There is political opposition within Ukraine, and the Ukrainian equivalent of the Supreme Court effectively tries to... uh, Effectively declares it as unconstitutional for them to have the lease. Okay. Which then, though not immediately... Starts to put into question Russian hold over the port, which means Russia decides, hey, we need to secure
0: this and protect it, which led to them,
1: which led to them invading the peninsula and taking it by force. So that happened back in 2014. Mm -hmm. Since then, Ukraine's kind of been a mess. They would have tried. They would have probably tried to join NATO by now, but they would not be allowed to because of any NATO nation, anyone that join anyone that joins NATO, has to resolve their border disputes before they can.
0: Because they're well, that's kind of a problem when you have it's kind Russia of a problem for
1: Ukraine. Uh,
0: Actually, that's awful for the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. They are literally trying to join NATO to ha- get He's help keeping, with this. It's
1: keeping Russia out, and it's keeping the
0: West because
1: let's be honest we don't want to go to war with Russia.
0: Yeah but we don't like, want to go to war with Russia. Ukraine either. is trying to get help and it can't.
1: We are sending them help. Um, we're sending them a decent amount of arms and military funding but we're not we're not gonna declare war on Russia for them. We don't <laughs> want to let's be honest we're not gonna do
0: that. How many people have tried and failed to invade Russia? A lot a lot, a lot. No one just invades Russia and succeeds.
1: There's also been the uh, East Ukrainian wars um, where Novorossiya, Donetsk and whatever the other one is effectively being pushed by definitely not Russian soldiers who are definitely not going to parts of Ukraine and definitely not stoking violence and trying and pushing Ukrainian troops out. They're definitely not doing that. These are definitely just local Russians definitely not a single gun is coming from Russia no they just got it somehow uh, oh my god nobody goodness. buys that but <laughs> <laughs> technically <laughs> russia did not invade they there's a large there's a small portion of eastern ukraine that's currently held by people who effectively want to rejoin russia and who are pretty much the russian army let's be honest but man this also led to an escalation earlier this year mm-hmm. over Crimea. Crimea started facing it has been facing a lot of droughts lately because um, before the invasion their primary water source had been from a river that came from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Ukraine blocked off that river to Crimea for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and then russia russia was pissed russia got really pissed uh they eventually started using up the aquifer aquifer and now crimea is starting to run out of water which is getting a lot of people in crimea pissed might destabilize their situation there destabilizes their hold russia started mobilizing a bunch of troops on the border said uh that we will go in for humanitarian purposes um never directly saying anything never saying they're going to invade never saying anything but if you put two and two together if you put all the stuff together it seemed like what they might have been doing was they were considering just going over the border blowing up the dam and then coming back but crimea would get water again um it was thought that they were gonna go and do a big announcement and that putin was gonna say oh yeah we're gonna
0: invade ukraine to get this why would people think that would make an announcement about that
1: because he was because there was a built-up political speech that it was getting built up they announced oh yes this day that would be an ideal day for invasion we're going to give a big political speech live on russian television and everywhere
0: didn't we have a whole discussion on strategic ambiguity this
1: is a point where you don't want to be ambiguous you want the Why? opponent to know what you're doing, because if you if you say to the d- international community, we are sending troops in for humanitarian purposes to make sure our people don't die of thirst, a uh, uh, drought. We are not inv- taking over Ukraine. We're not going to take over everything. That's far better than oh shit, Russian troops have crossed the border in Ukraine. What the fuck do we do? Uh. but that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Because the leader of Ukraine mm-hmm. went to Turkey, went to Erdogan, the leader of Turkey, and got Erdogan to denounce what Russia was doing.
0: Denounce to say, saying no, stop. What are you doing, Turk? Wait, no, Ukraine stop. Went what to are you Turkey doing, Russia? Tell Russia
1: no. Yeah. Um. <laughs> which then Russia immediately backed down. Well, wait, wait, that no, works. Ru- well, Russia, Russia more went silent for a few weeks, and then it just faded out. You want know why wait, it wait, works? wait, 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 wait. Okay, let, let, let's explain. Let's explain the Bosporus Straits to you. Let me give you a map real quick.
0: Okay. Because <laughs> to me, it just sounds like Ukraine tattled to Mommy Turkey, and Turkey just said, "Bad Russia, go to your room."
1: Okay. So, do you see the Black Sea? The- you see the Black Sea right there, right?
0: Yeah, I see the Black Sea. Do you
1: see that little thing in the north, that little thing that looks like an island?
0: Yeah, the thing below that's the Ukraine. That's Crimea. That's Crimea. Now, if
1: you go down to the south, how do you get out of the Black Sea? There's only one way to get out of the Black Sea, and that's the Bosphorus Strait.
0: Bosphorus Strait.
1: Do you see that down there? Uh, Part of Turkey?
0: No, <sighs> I just see the Black <sighs> Sea. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Okay, okay
1: that right oh,
0: there oh that very
1: little... <laughs> very tiny thing yeah you can't st- <laughs> turkey has full control of that oh and turkey also so if russia wants to do a global navy pushing out of the black sea they need turkey on their side or turkey can stop everything Or if Russia wants to export a lot of its oil and natural gas, a lot of the pipelines go through Turkey to get to Europe properly. That's not... Turkey has the ability to block that off. Turkey is really powerful when it comes to influencing Russia.
0: Turkey really is mommy dearest.
1: Yes, there's a reason why we have them in NATO. There's a reason why, despite everything they've done, despite how... (laughs) despite how crabby the country is despite the fact that the it's effectively a dictatorship we still have them in NATO and still try and buddy buddy up with them. Man. it's because if they weren't our ally they would be the Russians ally and we would be unable to stop them from the Bosphorus but with them as being with them being our ally, the Russians can't do anything.
0: That's hilarious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But now again, um, there's been another set of escalations along the Russian-Ukrainian border. Oh, boy. Also, a funny thing to go back to is... uh. Mm -hmm. So, when the Soviet Union dissolved, it had its nukes scattered about the place. Because, you know, they were throughout the Soviet Union, not throughout... uh, Ukraine had a decent chunk of those nukes. Mm Mm-hmm. Ukraine and Russia got together and Ukraine said okay Russia uh, and they effectively went okay you can have the we'll give these to Russia and in exchange Russia you're gonna protect us okay the west you're gonna protect us
0: wait a minute <laughs> first of all that's really <laughs> backwards <laughs> there are so many things wrong with that
1: didn't work
0: Really? Really now? Really? (laughs) First of all, you gave away your nukes. (laughs) That's just a mistake in and of itself. And then you expected both sides to protect you. Mm -hmm. Mistakes were made that day.
1: But they're... They're currently at least about... One hundred seventy-five thousand Russian troops on the Ukrainian border.
0: One hundred seventy-five thousand. Yes, that's a lot of troops. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Or they're they are deployed or planning to be deployed.
0: That's scary, though.
1: Yeah. Just
0: imagine nearly two hundred thousand people, just like standing at and your door like hence, hey
1: and everything has been talking about there might be an escalation in january
0: an escalation if is, in is going january. to
1: escalate
0: it's going to escalate in january like a retaliation or an invasion or invasion probably <laughs> invasion probably or something if it's
1: going to escalate it's probably going to do so in january they're not going to do it in december december's a bad time to start a war
0: <laughs> oh yeah First of all, you've, many got, you've
1: f- got Christmas. Nobody wants to start a war right before Christmas just because it's horrible PR. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Um, There's a whole commercial like that.
1: And even still, December not a good time. Winter, cold. Yeah. January is still winter. It's still cold, but this is it's better. <laughs> it's better to start a war
0: for some many for some many many people have not learned the truth that. Being cold is not fun, especially when you're trying to fight somebody.
1: But what Moscow has been stating they want, what they're pretty much accusing Ukraine of doing is failing to honor a peace deal they had with Ukraine, which was effectively where Ukraine was supposed to grant autonomy to the rebellious regions and offered them all amnesty, which they really don't want to do because... If they do that, they're probably gonna. Eh, it'd be a mess. Meanwhile, uh, the separatists there have been violating a bunch of ceasefire agreements. So everything's been going on. Everything's been a mess. Um, Russia has denied any sort of form of mediation, and they're getting mad that the U.S. and NATO are providing, are doing, are giving weapons to. Ukraine and doing joint drills with them. I mean really mad about that. Were they
0: not expecting that? They are probably expecting that but they're still mad about it. I mean that's just a funny thing to me it's like you knew this was gonna happen
1: uh, how are you earlier mad? Th- earlier this year Putin ominously said that any military attempts by Ukraine to reclaim the east would have grave consequences for Ukrainian statehood.
0: Ooh that's a that's a yeah
1: and russia and putin himself views russians and ukrainians as the same people is this another
0: china taiwan thing
1: cut no well it's more of putin views ukraine as something that should be part of russia because they're also because he thinks they're also russians meanwhile ukraine thinks they're Ukrainians, they're a separate country and they're internationally recognized as a proper separate country. Hmm. Fair enough, but things are getting messy. Um,
0: so 175,000 troops, Russia is very that's a small number for Russia,
1: it, yeah, but even still in recent but, history that's a very still
0: a lot of troops. Well, yeah, that's my point. Like for Russia that's a small number, but for any other country that want, is literally the size of two countries if armies. If they want
1: if they wanted to fully mobilize, that's not much in comparison, but they not are they aren't fully mobilizing
0: yet. That's my point. Yeah. That's like my whole point, Devin. Mhm. What is Ukraine's defense looking like? Probably not
1: enough to hold it back. Mhm. right now Biden and Putin are having discussions. Who? Joe Biden.
0: Our president. Yeah, yeah, I know the that. President. I just didn't hear the <laughs> name. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I know who Joe Biden is.
1: I just had to <laughs>
0: <laughs> But Biden, what are they
1: talking about? Uh well, well they're trying to calm things down they're trying to prevent this from escalating <laughs> um so so last time i checked
0: us and russia don't let's like ex- each let's, other
1: let me explain more about
0: russia okay
1: russia russia's existence has always been a paranoid one oh yeah they started as a fledgling state uh in the principality of moscow uh, of muscovy attempting to that started building up After the Mongols started leaving. Mongols who had previously completely screwed up the region, who'd burned, pillaged. You know what the Mongols did. I don't have to explain that. I do remember that
0: from history.
1: Expanded like crazy. Expanded east, took the Urals. Expanded east, took Siberia. Expanded west, got all the way till they could reach the ocean. Expanded south, went all the way till they reached the ocean. Expanded west, trying to get physical borders, trying to get borders along mountain ranges such as the Carpathians trying to get borders along major
0: rivers and they were good at it too
1: they were really good at it eventually stuff happens over time Russia still secure but a little bit paranoid about the West because it's not fully secure around Poland mm-hmm. but they're they're largely secure they've got a large buffer between Moscow and the rest of the world that everyone would have to go through and they'd die, win- and they'd die of winter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Soviet, as the Russian Civil War happens, Soviet Union rises, pretty much the same thing. Uh, the Pol- and they expand over a lot more of Europe as effectively vassal states, satellite states.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Soviet Union pushes their defensive line west. The heartland of Russia is safe from invasion because someone would have to go all the way across Europe to get them. Yeah. Soviet Union dissolves. Well, the Eastern Bloc falls apart. Eventually, Soviet Union dissolves. The Baltics, which are really close to St. Petersburg, really close to everything, join NATO. Poland joins NATO. That's terrifying. (laughs) Everyone. And that pushes the border uh, between the West and the East, the threatening enemy against Russia. Closer and closer. Hmm. Scares Russia. Russia is kind of paranoid. They don't have anywhere that they can secure easily. Hmm. And I guess to the modern day, they're trying to still remain a proper force. They're trying to I mean, ex- they
0: are a proper force. They're Russia.
1: They can't hold up against the West. If the entirety of NATO united against them and said, okay, guys, Russia, no. We'd be able to overwhelm them very easily, run them over. They've got such a massive long border. And how many countries are in NATO again? A lot. A lot. Pretty much all of Europe, pretty much most of Europe and the United
0: States and Canada. So literally two continents strong. We would overwhelm Russia. Yeah. Which scares them. That
1: terrifies them. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you also have Crimea. They started getting cut off from Crimea. Their only way of properly projecting power navally throughout the rest of the world other than the Baltic. Though the Baltic is also controlled by NATO and NATO allies, so they needed to try and keep themselves open. Hmm. And they're just slowly falling back. They're slowly dying. And that scares them. So they act reactively. And in order to appeal to the Russian populace, who's to be honest, kind of also scared. Uh, well, it's split between scared or yeah, hey, or some of the pro Western people. The, the pro Western people, nobody cares. They get suppressed. Uh, <laughs> 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 if if you're if you're a pro Western and a, if pro Western and a major politician, uh, even if you're in another country, the Soviet, the the Russians will send old KB, KGB agents that definitely don't exist to uh, poison you in London. <laughs> that was actually a massive diplomatic incident.
0: Really? It
1: was a major Russian opposition candidate. Mm-hmm. Was a f- poisoned in uh, London.
0: Mm. It wasn't fun. Totally couldn't be the KGB that doesn't exist. Definitely well. not. Be, definitely bl- 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 couldn't be the
1: KGB uh, who was using a poison. Uh, and he was poisoned with something that uh, only has ever been produced and known to be used by the KGB, but definitely not the Russians. Couldn't be the Russian Secret Service. Couldn't be.
0: Couldn't be. Couldn't,
1: couldn't be. be. Couldn't no. Be. Uh, uh, no. That's a mess. And everything becomes a mess. But the West hasn't been pushing much against Russia. We've been generally
0: saying, okay, it's fine, Russia. Oh, well, I mean... Germany... I'm pretty sure the U.S. has had an entire, like, beef with Russia.
1: We could have very easily intervened for Crimea. We didn't want him. Either because... Most partially because we don't want a war with Russia, as well as because... Well, for a variety of reasons. But we effectively said, no, we we don't really care, Ukraine. In Russia, you could have Crimea. We're not going to fight you for it. But it's still part of Ukraine, definitely. Also, you've got a lot of you've got Germany, pretty much, who is the now the gatekeeper of Europe, the main political force in Europe. Uh, and they're very reliant on Russian natural gas. Well, oh, that's fun. The Nord Stream 1 pipeline, very, very reliant on Russian natural gas. Partially because uh it's cheap, it's clean, but also because of a lot of the uh a lot of, say, German denuclearization where they got rid of all their nuclear plants made them <laughs> rely on it more for heating.
0: Oh, jeez. Yeah. That sounds so funny, though. Russian natural gas. It sounds like a hot commodity. <laughs> but,
1: say the least, Russia's not... Russia's one of the threats to the United States. hmm it's one of the threats to our allies, one of the threats to us. You know what happened in the in 2016 election as well,
0: right? Uh, you know what Russia, Something about, like, intervention or whatever. Well, Russia, Russia's or been doing... Or there was words of intervention. I don't know if any of that is true or not. Okay,
1: more of... Uh, Russia spread a lot of misinformation on social media. Spreads a lot of misinformation, a lot of divisive misinformation. Trying to get both sides mad at each other and violent... They've done
0: a I'm very pretty sure good that job worked. at it. That they added worked. a
1: lot of fuel to the fire. Um, yeah. How much of that was already existent and how much of them was them is uh for very debate. A lot of debate. But even still, Russia caused a lot of mess. And now the United States is really fighting itself. Russia's
0: been a major threat. And Russia's just sitting in the back like, haha, look at them squirm.
1: Yeah. Russia's more of a panic. Russia is still... Putin's trying to hold... Trying to retain his hold over Russia as people are starting to... People have been protesting. Opposition has become more popular and everything's still been a mess. Um, He's trying to boost his popularity in itself by doing a lot of popular things in the Russian public, such as threatening Ukraine is actually relatively popular. Hmm. But it becomes a massive... The reactionary mess And it's just paranoid Just so paranoid hmm. And that's the entire build up Of Russian policy But I, And that might lead to an escalation
0: yeah, Russia has like a whole History of paranoia
1: Yes Russia, Russia is naturally a very paranoid state It has a lot of internal tensions, a lot of groups inside of it that are willing to revolt at a moment's notice. And it also has a lot of vulnerable borders, makes it really messy.
0: So back to the Ukraine situation, January is coming up. Yes. How soon would it? Well, that's the wrong question. How quickly can the Ukraine really prepare, even with, like, the help of all of NATO? Oh, so I've noticed
1: one thing. You keep saying the
0: Ukraine. That's how I always hear it, honestly. It's just Ukraine. I always hear the Ukraine.
1: The The Ukraine more refers to the region. The Ukraine itself is the name of the country. Yeah, like, I know. But But I,
0: I get what you mean. It's an intrinsic thing. Yeah. I don't know why that is either. I have no idea why that is, but every time I've heard... See, it's even difficult for me to say just Ukraine, but like every time (laughs) I've heard it, I've always heard it as the Ukraine. Yeah. I don't know why that is. But anyway, given... January is coming up. (laughs) How feasible is it for them to like prepare, even with all the help of like the United States and NATO? And I mean, they're they're prepared. They're decently prepared. They've been prepared for this for years. (laughs)
1: Because I mean, earlier this year, Russia tried to Russia was doing the threatening as well. Ukraine is as prepared as it. But they've been prepared
0: for years.
1: Ukraine is as prepared as it can be.
0: Uh, That's so funny to hear, just to think of a country just like, I've been prepared all my life for this moment. (laughs) Bring it on, Russia. I mean, yeah, Ukraine's entire
1: existence since the fall of the Soviet Union has, well, passed a little bit after the fall. Early on, they were a bit friendly, but then later on,
0: not so much. It's almost like a prophecy thing, kind of. Been it's like ever since the fall of the great <laughs> Soviet Union. Has been trying to... The legend states that Russia will rise again and attempt to conquer us all. But one state stands in their way against their tyranny. The yeah. Ukraine. Otherwise known as just Ukraine, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, But... It,
1: it, a lot of their history since the fall of the soviet union has been defined by trying to secure their them as a separate gate a separate concept from russia uh hell I even, mean, you
0: said it yourself even, like russia see ukraine as part of well not really part of russia but they think it's theirs it should be oh, theirs yeah,
1: they should be that's what they think but then you even get into the religious aspect um There used to be the Russian Orthodox... Well, that gets into how Orthodoxy works, but effectively there used to be... I'm familiar
0: with Russian Orthodox.
1: There used to be the Russian Orthodox Church under the Russian Patriarch, who was a a subservient patriarch, one of the patriarchs who's subservient to ultimately the Patriarch of Constantinople. But eventually the Patriarch of Constantinople decided, hey, you know what? Ukraine, you can have your own patriarch. Because the Ukrainian church was, just, we're all getting together saying, no, no, we don't want to be part of the Russian, <laughs> Ukrainian, the Russian church. And they broke off and that's caused even more tension because you get effectively another.
0: It's a schism group. basically.
1: Kind of. Yeah. But it, it's a schism while still being part of the same religion and while still being part of the same. Like they're
0: still same, Russian Orthodox.
1: No, they're Ukrainian Orthodox, but. Different orthodoxes are all technically the same orthodox because they all still ultimately go back to the Patriarch of Constantinople and all of the patriarchs, but <laughs> but at the same time, they all have their own patriarchs with autocephaly, and it makes a <laughs> mess, but that's <laughs> that gets into a lot of weird stuff having to do with a religion, a good chunk of which I don't understand. <laughs>
0: yeah that's that's crazy
1: <laughs> but a lot of that is messy and people don't like hmm. Russia really did not like that
0: but I mean Russia in general is very religious
1: yeah Russia does Russia really hates the concept of Ukraine becoming something and staying something that isn't Russian becoming something Western becoming something else scares them they want them to be like Belarus.
0: Just be like us.
1: Uh, like Belarus, uh, be Russia. more like
0: your brother, Belarus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Belarus. Look at them;
0: they're nice.
1: Belarus in a uh, near uh, is in a union, uh, in a union state with Russia, which makes them very close. A lot of matters, but we won't get specifics there. But it, it, Belarus is literally, effectively, Belarus translated properly is just White Russia. It's it's pretty his it Yes Yes That is based off of old Mongolic uh, Naming systems Yeah uh, The Mongols had a different Had Colors For each direction hmm. That's why you get like the golden horde Which is at the center But uh, That's another topic <laughs> Yeah It's a weird Obscure history topic
0: Yeah Russia's just like You know you were once like part of us What happened Mm-hmm. Like, you, you you used to be so nice uh, right under us. We we take our eye off of you for one second. And what are you doing? You're Where becoming you? like those hooligans to the West. you <laughs> becoming like those Western hooligans.
1: How dare you betray the used Russian to be
0: You used to be so good at, in heart.
1: <laughs>
0: and now, uh, and what now is this talk about? Democracy? Russian.
1: What's this talk about?
0: <laughs> What's this talk about capitalism?
1: Well, Russia's kind of become
0: a capitalist. Well, yeah, program, yeah, it's
1: it's, it's because capitalist, quote unquote, it's an oligarchic mess and. Uh, <laughs> How the modern Russian state emerged is kind of interesting. Russian I think.
0: government is actually kind of funny.
1: Yeah, you had, like, the old people who were in charge of a lot of the Soviet political systems who were really rich because they were in charge of these monopolistic businesses that definitely aren't capital. Well, they weren't capitalist; They were publicly owned, but quote-unquote publicly owned. Um, and after the Soviet Union fell and privatization fell, they, they just said, oh, okay. uh, you know what? Yeah, you guys that used to control all this you know what you can own it mm-hmm. you know what you, you used to be in charge of running all the steel mills and you know what you, you just have all the steel here,
0: here you go <laughs> it's
1: just <clears throat> so you get these powerful oligarchs that are running everything mm. Russia naturally an authoritarian state and it's mess yeah so yet another place where thermonuclear war can begin
0: yep We've got Russia. Everyone get your shelters ready.
1: We've got Russia. We've got China. To be honest, I don't think we really care about Iran much anymore. Iran was never much of a major thing,
0: but... Dang. (laughs) 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 That sounds awful to say. What? Uh, Iran wasn't really that important. (laughs) I mean,
1: let's be honest, it wasn't. Compared to Russia or China, it's just Iran. Who cares? Yeah. Israel cares but nobody else cares other than Israel yeah but mm-hmm. and you know all the people being oppressed in Iran by the authoritarian Islamic regime but, uh, who cares about them
0: but uh Ukraine and Russia are on the break of war who is your money on <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no we're not doing that
0: Okay, a, a better way to put it, who do you think will win if they were to go to war?
1: One-on-one or involving everybody? Let's do both. Well, one-on-one Russia would obviously win, because why wouldn't they? <laughs> uh, both, I don't think either side would win. It would either end in, a, end in a, some sort of stalemate, end in some sort of peace negotiations, or end in thermonuclear war.
0: Didn't they try peace negotiations and that
1: didn't work? They did. Trying it again, and again, and again. Which, I mean, is kind of how things work. Which is better than everybody shooting each other. Rare. But yeah. Well, say something in Russian.
0: Say something in Russian. Alright, good job. Uh, What do you want to hear?
1: Something in Russian.
0: Something in Russian. I actually don't know how to say something. (laughs) No. I don't, know. I don't know
1: what that
0: means. I don't know.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that's a good place to finish the episode, then. Well. Yeah. I don't know how to say finish. I mean, I used to know how to say it. has been like six months since I've spoken Russian.
1: Oh, finish? Uh, you mean snow? <laughs> oh, you mean snipers? You mean Molotov cocktails? <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs> Winter war. <laughs> now I can, now all I can think of is CS:GO. <laughs> all right. All right. We talked about Russia. Uh, actually, that's something I couldn't say. Uh, um, uh, We говорили о Брюсе, Pretty sure that's it. We covered. We we talked about Russia.
1: We talked about Russia. Yes.
0: I don't know if it's ob or obol, or it's, just all. No, obol is a, is just for like, and then it's all or ob. It's either all or ob. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. It matters to me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we talked about Russia. Yep. We talked about the Ukraine. Ukraine, not the Ukraine. 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 There you go. Again, the, the I, I, I honestly have no idea where <laughs> that came from. But we'll see more stuff in January, I guess.
1: Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not.
0: Hopefully not. But well, I guess that's a question. Do you think anything will happen in January? Something. Ho- I, I I don't like
1: predicting. I don't like predicting that so, because it's not. Oh. Uh, uh, That's fair. (laughs) I don't want to be the one
0: to call a war and then a war actually happens. I I get that.
1: I don't think it's going to escalate to war because somebody's going to stop it, but I don't know what would stop it. Fair.
0: If something does happen, we'll cover it in January because next week it 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 will actually be our season finale. Yes. For those listening on i don't know december 2021 what the two or three people that actually listen to us yeah quick i guess quick placement of this next week will be our uh season finale on mm-hmm. um, the episode is mostly going to be a recap of everything we've talked about thus far it's, al- it's almost like a final exam for me <laughs> I, I, I have to go back and study the material. We'll go back through and we'll see how much you remember. Yeah, we're going to go back, see how much I remember. We're going to give some updates as well. And we'll probably discuss some like future plans for future episodes as well. Yeah, we'll update you on
1: any changes that have happened. Uh, uh, briefly mentioning what's happening in the Supreme Court with abortion. Be Briefly talking about how China updated, updated. We'll go
0: back through the previous episodes, see if anything's changed. There's a lot going to be discussed. It's going to be like a long episode, but it's going to be like... And
1: we'll go back and redo the political cuff No. No.
0: <laughs> but it's going to be great, though. I'm actually looking forward to it. That'll be fun. All right. Well, I have some studying to do, so everyone <laughs> listening, uh, thank you for watching.
1: If you still are. And, and it's th- they're not watching, they're listening. This isn't... See, you messed
0: me up. <laughs> you always say Watching. <laughs> And I always say, listen, you're starting to mess me up. <laughs> Thank you all
1: for listening.
0: If you yeah. still are. And we will see you all for our season finale.
1: Hopefully war hasn't started by then.
0: Hopefully war hasn't started by then.
1: Because if it has, then it would be kind of awkward to just be doing a normal season finale. Yeah.
0: You guys will know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Y'all have a good one. Goodbye. See you.